Alright guys, we're here for another episode of the MC Anime Podcast. MC Anime here, and then we also have fellow co-host. How you doing? Hello? Hello? Christian, hello. Pretty good. Let's redo that. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Okay, okay, hello. Here we are again for another episode of this podcast. How was your day? Um, it's pretty good, actually. I'm feeling rejoiced and ready to talk about potential topic of Demon Slayer. This is also the fifth episode of the MC Anime Podcast. We're going to show you what is Demon Slayer. How Demon Slayer is impacted in the anime scene, what the story is, the plot, basically everything that is mostly Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer related, yeah. <laughs> so, like, what is Demon Slayer? That's the question that people automatically will ask. <laughs> what is it? Well, there is an anime that is, it started airing, I believe, in 2017? Mm -hmm. No. Oh, never mind. It started airing in 2020. Yeah. My bad. Um, it, was it is adapted from a manga. It was published in Shoulders from February 26th to May 2020. It's like 23 volumes. So we had to keep that in mind. Yeah. Uh, Wiz Media was the publisher, and yeah. also semi published. It had a total. Yeah, Ma Manga Plus Plus. Oh, uh, yeah, it had a total of 207 chapters. Mm -hmm. Really long manga. Obviously, it got longer, but still, this is a pretty good length for a shonen manga. Yeah. It went on for a pretty long time, from 2016 to 2020. Um. Very. We got a very interesting cast of characters also in here. I'm going to talk about them in a moment. Yes. Uh, and it was serialized by the Shonen Jump Weekly Magazine. Mm-hmm. Also. And as a result, um, the manga got popularity in the Shonen Jump series. And then when Ms. Media made the anime adaptation... The manga was directly used for the inspiration to create this TV show. AKA anime. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The TV's adaptation is mostly based on the actual original manga, and usually, traditionally, it's just put the put the uh, panels in there. Copy the panels, make the panels move, and then give it color, and then give it voice acting. That's how it usually is done. Oh, yeah, but to be honest, I have read the manga and I have watched the anime more than one time. And if I am being honest, they just didn't grab the panels and just put them there. No, they really did put a really good effort into making this anime. Yeah, yeah but they take the panel itself... And then slowly by yeah, that's, that's a basic premise of doing an anime. Each frame and actually make it a visual image that the manga 
as limited what it can do. Yeah, they're just limited. Uh, what can the author do in one week, basically? <laughs> yeah. If it's a weekly manga, like it was in this case. Oh yeah. And the uh, and the normal is basically about twenty pages, twenty three the most weekly. And yeah, you don't have a lot of room to work if it's just that. Yeah, so, you know, that's the main selling point. And the anime typically comes later, so you gotta sell the manga and circulation and get it going. And then if an anime comes along, then you get like a the company to go in production. And then you also have to put in action of, not the show in action, but build it up and make the episodes too oh yeah so now that brings us back to Demon Slayer we got a little tangent related um so when we hear the title Demon Slayer it reminds me of like titles like Goblin Slayer and things like that your job okay. is to slay the demons, and the demons are being slayed by the typically, usually humans that are going after them. What do you think? Yeah, it's a very good title. Like, it is basically the whole premise of the manga just slaying demons left and right. <laughs> and yes, it has similar titles to other anime, other publications, the term Slayer is just literally used to prevent the particular creature at, at question from being a threat to humanity in that aspect. Exactly. Alright, so how are we introduced to the story in a particular episode? Okay, so on the first chapter of the manga, or the first episode of the anime, um, we got this boy called Tanjiro, and he's coming back from cutting some wood. He's coming home. Um, no, I mean, he's going from home to sell the wood mm -hmm. in the town because... And he has a very big family. Yes. They are about, I believe they are five or six siblings, if I'm not mistaken. And they just have their mother. And he, their dad already passed away. So it's up to big brother Tanjiro and their mom to sustain the family. So yeah, Tanjiro has to go on. So... His goods in the town, so he can raise money from, mm -hmm. uh, for his family, so they can eat and well. So well, we, basically, we say basic we have things. a typical family who is just barely surviving, and the put and the main character typically helps the family to survive and uphold financial and basic necessities to survive. Basically, yeah. Fundamentally, his role is to support the family. And in this context, Tanjiro is also a teenager. So he has to, he's upkeeping this role as like a father figure and providing for the family. No. 
Okay. So, with the... So, we had that scene where he's taken out in the snow, and then something drastic happens. What is that result? So, when he's going back from selling... and from selling his things in the city, and it's gotten pretty late, so... and... So and he's going back to up uh, to to where his house is, and someone's passing and tells him like, "Hey, dude, it's getting very late. You should sleep here." I believe that was someone he called his uncle, but I don't really know if he's family or not, or if it's just not a person that it is just a very good friends with the family. And this setting was gone for multiple days, so. He had to leave the family in order to get the supplies that he needed to come back with. Yeah, so then he stays sleeping overnight in in this dude's house. And then he says, like, yeah, it is very dangerous to be outside at night because there are demons and you can die, basically. Oh, yeah. And... Lo and behold, the next day when he goes back to his family, what do you think happened? Well, what we observe is the tragedy of the family being gone and just a spree of... It's a spree of the family lost. They all tragically pass away. What? No. Got another hour. And in that setting with everything going on, it's very keen to understand that the family passing away is very traumatic for Tanjiro. Oh, yeah. And to, and there's also irony in the situation as well. Do you want to explain that irony? Um, well, yeah, that, he just got very lucky, to be honest. He barely survived. Mm-hmm. Uh, like... They were just telling him, like, yeah, you you should not go outside at night because there are demons looming around and you can get killed. He just went back and saw his whole family killed by demons. And and the irony in this, uh, humans and the demon relationship is that the demons used to be humans and then the humans become demons and the demons yeah. become humans. That is a relationship here. The formal demons that we're seeing are formal humans that turn into flesh-eating creatures and have supernatural abilities and strength as well. Exactly. And the irony of the situation is uh, Tanjiro's sister. Oh, that's what you were meaning. <laughs> Got a little slow there. So, yeah... Um what happens is that he sees his whole family slaughter and murder, but 
he notices that he's the second oldest of the siblings, Nesuko, that is his little sister, basically. She survived, but she's very wounded and she's at the brink of death. Oh, yeah. So Tanjiro tries to rush back to the village so he can get someone to help her and save her. But he then, when he's taking her to the village and he trips on falls and to a pile of the snow, and when he go, when he stands up again, he sees his sister that has turned into a demon, basically. And, uh, Nezuko, in this case, is afflicted with a curse. The curse is now she is transformed into a demon. She is the responsible party and resulting of the massacre of the family. Tanjiro's rest of the other family. So Tanjiro only has her as the remaining family, but she's now a demon. That is very atypical in that aspect. Usually you don't have a family member who's now a flesh-eating monster. Well, not in real life, obviously. <laughs> I mean, you could have a bad family and, you know, they have the secrets in the past, but... <laughs> this is usually not the case, typically, with the main characters. Yeah, this is this is not the regular case. But then the rest of the anime is just basically gonna be Tanjiro's struggle. Um okay, so what happens next is that his sister Nezuko she loses control and because she's a demon she tries to eat Tanjiro basically. But this is well uh yeah, because she's not aware yeah. that he's her brother. Yeah. She's just a demon, like... But she, was she doesn't have any will of herself. way of the concept that he is family. She does have that concept that... Yeah, but not yet. Not yet. That is a little bit later on that she gets that. Afflicted and actually begins a new plot which, you know, the plot's to find a cure to, to which vote her back to a human. But until then, she's in the demon form and becomes a member of the fighting party as well. So, it's kind of interesting yeah. to see. It is really interesting. <laughs> and now, though this uh, struggle to find the cure, Tanjiro and Nexuku, uh, Nezuko. Nezuko is introduced to the society of Demon Slayer Corpse. The Demon Slayer Corpse is organization that wages war on the demons and as a result it's like a demon hunter in a way. Yeah, it is an organization that basically dedicates themselves to hunt demons so they cannot harm any civilians. The only thing is that it's not an official organization, it's not recognized by the government, so they have to work kind of like on the shadows, basically. Yeah. 
uh, under a secret society. Exactly. They because in... demons are a thing that not everyone believes on, yeah. but they are a natural thing. Because you can see it on the first episode, like they were talking about the demons at night, but and Tanjiro thought that it was just a legend, that it was a myth. Yeah, it wasn't real. And so... this struggle against demons have been going on for centuries. So this is not oh, a new yeah. conflict. So of course there's going to be an, a secret society or organization to meet. The demand for the demons wreaking havoc on humanity. Exactly. And, you know, we have. It also goes back to. We have this history of conflict demons versus humans. Typically, in this scenario, demons versus humans. Uh, humans are just fighting for survival, and the demons are just preying on instinct to attack the humans. It's any story that's in that relating relationship of not only for survival, but they hope that one day everything can be reversed, at least come to an end. Yeah. The whole. The- the point of the whole story is basically that, like, mm-hmm. trying to find a cure for Nezuko, but at the same time fighting demons. But the other thing is that Tanjiro, mm-hmm. um, he he doesn't want to fight demons. Every time that he sees that he fights mm-hmm. a demon and has to kill it, he feels sorry for the demon because there were once regular person that breathe and walk like you like they were just regular human beings they and just got very unlucky these demons are former humans sold the humanity in exchange for power in the exchange for power they feed on humans and as a result possess supernatural abilities such as super strength magic and regeneration yeah but not all the demons not uh, became all, demons these they because of that they have Oddly, wildly characteristic about them. Yeah. These characteristics are basically definition in who they are in the demon hierarchy. As it was as a, another way to say about it. Um, yeah. And the 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 driving fear with. Toshiro, Tanjiro, and his sister is at any moment the demon sister can go into a rampage-like um, episode like she when they first met each other, coming him, you know, him coming back. Yeah. She can just, that's the that's main problem, that she has to stay sane so she doesn't go in rampage and ends up killing a human. Yeah. Because at that point, she'll have to be killed and there will be no more hope. And the only way to deal with a demon that is rampaging against humanity is to be, well, decapitation via weapons with an alloy known as sunsteel. Exactly. You cannot do it with any other 
with any other metal. No, it has, it, has be, it has to be. It has to be. It has to be that one specific. That specific one. It has to be. And sun still has origins like similar to sunlight. So the poison extracted from uh, ricea flowers is basically similar to how as sunlight deals to like vampires. Starkly. And there's a reason oh, well, why must in this case. Yeah, there's a reason why demons in the night go hand in hand. Good in the oh, yeah. good in the day, bad at night. The yeah, evil are high in the daylight and come out at night where the daylight doesn't make them out in the open. Yeah, they're basically a version of a vampire, you can say. Yeah. Kind of see like that. They cannot go out in the sunlight because they will get just burned and disappear. They're just burned to ashes and be gone forever. And then the uh, demon slayers that fight these demons are also not normally nor ordinary humans as well. Oh no! They're very well different. To be yeah, to be part of the Demon Slayer, um, to the or of the Demon Slayer's corpse, you have to pass a certain test. Yeah, and it is a very difficult test. Like Tanjiro's, um, his his sensei basically, the person who teach him how to use a katana and how to fight. Um, in the past, he has sent numerous amount of of students to to the exam, mm-hmm. but I just know of one, only one of the big number that he sent that could come back. And and even and that with, is, yeah. and and that is Gideon that we met that we met at the beginning. Demon Slayers also have an affinity. So that affinity is usually based on the elements or the particular power that they possess. Oh yeah, Tanjiro and also based on their master. Yeah, Tanjiro it's also based on the master. And they employ techniques which is known as breathing styles, which grant them the superhuman strength and increase resistance to fight off the demons. Yeah. And the breathing styles is not something that is 100% fictional. It's also is yeah, it's based. It is based on actual breathing techniques that exist in real life. Yeah, it's uh, based on martial arts and of like enlightening. You have a cool, a calm mind means a calm body, so you can respond quicker. You also have less levels of stress. You also have increased endurance and stamina if you employ techniques to help your breathing so you can actually have an advantage in combat it's not as much as Demon Slayer puts it out to be but it's important to at least acknowledge in the terms of Demon Slayer in the show correct but yeah and these breathing techniques, they're different. There is obviously 
some basis for them. Mm-hmm. Um, wait a moment. The base breathing techniques. Uh, yeah, there are some base breathing techniques, and there are some others that that we see later on that mm-hmm. are just like derived from the base yeah. ones. But yeah, the the principal breathing techniques, like the base ones, are flames, water, thunder, wind, stone, moon, and sun. Those are the base ones. Yeah. A lot of other breathing techniques mm-hmm. throughout the show, but yeah, they are just derived from from these seven base ones. And and even so, I think the the first five are derived from the last two. I don't I don't really remember, mm-hmm. but I think it is like that. The breaths of the moon and the sun. They were the they were basically the first ones to be used by demon slayers. Mm-hmm. They are the most ancient ones. And also, you know, yeah. um, here's a popular quote. Um, in order to sue the spirits of those that killed and make sure it claims no further victims, I will swing my, my blade down and lop off the head of any demon without mercy. But I will not belittle those who regret their actions and suffer over the things they did as demons because demons were once human because they were like me. That is the fortitude of Tanjiro in the anime. Like, that's how he separates himself from the other Damien Slayers. Oh, yeah. You know, if Tanjiro is just a very passionate person. Mm-hmm. And his personality is like intelligent, gathering, kind at heart, willing to forgive. Oh, Not yeah. Normal, typical character who had a misstrength he had to own that strength so he's not a main character that is naturally born with strength he has to train to get to achieve that strength oh yeah he has to train a lot so keep that in mind you know other like Naruto might have natural ability it just needs training to unleash that ability but Tonjiro has no no such natural ability it has to all be learned and honed in. Yeah, everything was just little by little learning, um, strengthening his body basically, so he can be able to slay those demons later on. Because I'm telling you, beheading. Like cutting the head of any any human being or animal in general is not an easy task overall. And you know, and how Nisiko became a demon ties into the major plot lines of the major antagonist, the first demon. So that just gives you a head up on how the history of her being a demon. Oh yeah. 
but they get I, into that yeah. later on. Yeah, I don't want to spoil it because it actually ties into more. But that's just a little bit background of how she became a demon. At least give an answer that is good enough not to spoil too much. Yeah. So, as they come together to find a cure, is a is there a self-discovery process or a journey to find it? Well, in the journey of Tanjiro searching for a cure for his little sister, there's a lot of stuff that happens. And he first needs to become a demon slayer, which he does. Mm-hmm. He becomes a demon slayer and getting the lowest rank for now. Um, and he's assigned missions, and he has to go complete his missions, kill the demons, and then take a break, and then keep going. And. In this journey, he meets a lot of people, and the two main persons being Inosuke and Senitsu, who are going to be basically his big companions for the rest of the show, basically. And uh, keep in mind, uh, Tama Ka? Yeah. Gia, I think it's his name. Oh, Tomioka? Yeah. He plays an important part in when they f- he first encounters the sister and as a demon slayer tries to put it out and then he eventually trusts Tanjiro with, and he might be skeptical at first, but eventually helps him to maintain the, the urges of the sister as the demon. Yeah, he helps Tanjiro a lot, mostly because, yeah, he he's the one that was going to take out Nezuko. Yeah. But um, he saw that Tanjiro tried to desperately um, to to evade, to make him to make him miss basically, mm-hmm. so he wouldn't kill Nezuko. And then afterwards, when he's knocked down, he sees that Nezuko is trying to protect him. Oh yeah. So then, he also saw that Tanjiro has some promise as a fighter, and that's why he helps him. Um, gives Nezuko that that bamboo basically, so she doesn't go biting anyone by accident. Yeah. <laughs> and then calming effect. Yeah. He's like the big brother for for Tanjiro. And then we have another introduction to the Brandon crew. Zenzitsu. Zenitsu. Zenitsu. Yeah, Zenzitsu. (laughs) It is funny when you pronounce names. I don't know, like, (laughs) Zenzitsu, I... Good, really interesting appeal to him. He's yes, and this is a very interesting character, and he's the first one that we encounter. Um, Tanjiro is going. He's going uh, back from a mission. Yeah, he's going to another one, and actually, Senitsu was in the same mm. in the same test that Tanjiro took when they became Demon Slayers, and. 
there were only four persons that passed that specific test. Um, one of them was Tanjiro and the other one was Senitsu. I'm gonna, we're not gonna talk about the other two right now and we're gonna get into them later on. But Senitsu, when Tanjiro is going back, he finds Senitsu basically screaming to, to a girl in the middle of the road. Yeah. And because... He is a very... Senitsu say, yeah, Senitsu is basically like the crybaby of this show. Oh, yeah, but he also has a very carefree uh, attitude on life. Oh, yeah. And somehow unconsciously because he, fighting with a sword in a sleep mode? I don't know. Oh, yeah, we're going to get into that now in a moment. But... Senitsu is very carefree in life because he basically says, like, yeah, I'm a demon slayer. I can die at any moment, so I should just live my life the best to the best that I can. Like, enjoy the most that I can, Mm -hmm. (laughs) basically. Um, And, yeah, they... How do you say this? Um, he encounters Senitsu, he saves the girl because Senitsu was like, yeah, you have to marry me or I'm gonna die soon. And he saves the girl and takes Senitsu with him, basically. And they are headed to this home. It was, it was like a regular house, but when they go inside and they find out that there's a demon there. Well, that's why they were assigned to go to that location. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is the part where they find this demon that can is controlling this house. And I'm not going to get into much details about this fight or anything. But they complete this mission. And... Oh, at the same time while they're doing the mission, they find another person that is going to be in a suitcase. Now we're introduced to him too. Okay. And uh, he was also in the house. And so far we just know that it is a person behind the boar's mask. Oh, yeah. That's kind of a pun. There's kind of a pun in his name in in Inosuke because... Um, mm-hmm. the words wild boar in Japanese is, is you can say like Inoshishi. Oh, yeah. So that's kind of a pun in his name, Inosuke, because he has a boar mask. For me, it's now like we talk about some of the, the, the characters being supporting characters. Along the journey to find the cure, how do these characters interact with Tantrio and the sister to become the fighting team we've seen them become well at the beginning obviously mm. they are not in very good terms mostly yeah because Senitsu is pissed because Tanjiro took him away took the girl and basically let the girl get away yeah <laughs> and then later on with Inosuke because he, he wants to kill Nezuko because he just sees a boss with a demon mm-hmm. and Senitsu is trying to protect the boss because he remembered that Tanjiro said that that boss contained something that was more important than his life. 
even though Senitsu had failed before that inside the bus there was a demon. True. He still tried to protect the bus. And that tells us a lot about Senitsu's character and his personality. That he Tanjiro is just a person that he just met basically. And Tanjiro and he just told him that Inside the bus, there was something that was even more important than his life. And even though they just met and everything, he tried to protect the boss. Even though he also knew that there was a demon inside, he tried to protect the boss with his life, basically. That's also an interesting point. Demon Slayer is very... A lot of characters, they're introduced, some have more impacts than others... Is the fight to become the demon versus the human. The human side of you always find the demon. But we also have unique fighting style and the affinities and the breathing techniques. How does that translate into the actual anime itself? Does it transition well? Do they have fights that actually transitional periods for the character to build them up? Well... There's a lot of stuff that is coming now later in the manga that I don't want to talk about because there are big spoilers. Mm-hmm. But yeah, those characters, like, the way that the persons are, the way that Tanjiro is, the way that Senitsu is, the way that Inosuke is. Yeah. Like, that's going to have a big impact later on. And one thing that does really well in capturing is... There's many different fighting techniques, and they're not based on powers, they're based on the technique of the user using the sword and the weapon associated with the technique itself. They have a really good animation style that actually captures the unique universe of Demon Slayer. Oh, yeah. The animation, the animation for this anime is just top tier. I give it a 10 out of 10 to that animation. The animation, you can see that it's taking time to illustrate each individual scene with specific detail instead of like flat detail. Because I know sometimes the process to make the animation is rushed, so some aspects of it might be a little less refined. But in this scenario, it is carefully done to where it doesn't interfere with watching the show. You can just, each frame is individually captured to provide the detail necessary not to distract the audience from the show itself. Yeah. Um... So, what should we talk about now? So we keep going on to the... Yeah, well, the animation... Well, you also have the different fighting sequences. Like... Oh, yeah. How would someone depict the fighting sequences with the demons and the different techniques? How does that translate to the screen from the manga? Well, they do it really, really good. Um... I didn't read the first chapters because I had already watched the anime. I just kept reading from where I left home from the anime. But I did watch, uh, I did read some of the fights that happened later on on the movie, um, Mook and Train. 
And yeah, I feel like let me tell you, I let me tell you something. Yeah, the anime does it way better. Why? Because ju- just just because the animation is so good. <laughs> you see in the and you see in the anime that mm-hmm. when they do the breathing forms, they oh, got yeah. this pattern like style that is. It, it feels like it is from the manga, and right? And also, another aspect of the fighting style that I have seen, I witness, bear witness to, is mm. it's not it's not a typical fighting scene of other anime. It's more focused on the movements of the character. It is like a portrayal of what actually, based on martial art fighting concept, should be. Constant moving around, avoiding the target, trying to gain the advantage over the target, and actually be one up them in a sense to actually be better than them and actually win the fight. It creates. It's like as if. Real martial arts was taken in consideration when for the inspiration of fighting itself. Yeah. And it feels realistic and you can relate it relate to it for they're not like the abilities that they have they're not powers. It's based on fighting Alone and achieving that through great skill associated with it. Exactly. Like they're not power users. Power users is totally different. Oh yeah, they're they born with those powers. And here now they have to develop the powers. Yeah. It's not only power itself. It's more like they have well, unique yeah. abilities associated with the abilities. Yeah, yeah abilities. we can call them abilities. They have to develop these abilities. Yeah. It's not like they are born with them. Mm-hmm. Well, they they just have to level, but there is obviously certain compatibility with elements in here. Well, yeah, that's like but, your natural affinity type of thing coming yeah. out, what you best at. Yeah, but at what, the end yeah. of the day, everything is just effort. Yeah, the more effort you put in, the more better the fighting you can be. And throughout the story, this is true because... Not only can someone be weak and become strong, the weak, the strong can also be weak in the sense of humanity and morality as well. Oh, yeah. So you can be really strong and be like a top of your class type demon slayer, but you lack what is necessary and basically weakens you as a character in characterization. If you have that weakness or that flaw about you, then you're more relatable as a character. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, as the story is progressing, we're going to see more and more examples of that. Mm-hmm. And this new arc, we're going to see something very interesting. I'm not going to say what it is, but we're going to see something very interesting towards the end. Maybe in the last one or two episodes and of this new and season. The ep- and the episodes 
I'm not like super continuous of like one episode leads to the next. It's a slow build, so if you like a little bit out of order, you can still enjoy the show and it won't give major spoilers if you skip ahead. It's like a slow build and slow progression in nah, episode to episode. I don't, I don't really think it's like that. Like, if you miss an episode, you're gonna miss a big part of the story. You miss the fighting and building aspect. But it's not like I miss one episode and then all of a sudden there is... Uh, it's not like you miss an episode and there's a power upgrade. You know, stuff like that, it's still kept within consistent lines of story. Oh, well, yeah, it is like every training arc. Yeah. Like, you're not just gonna learn this something like from one episode to the other one. two or three episodes ahead, not like 15 episodes, you know. Mm. Yeah. I don't it know. Is like that. Mm. It is like one of the training arcs in Naruto when he's developing his Rasen Shuriken. Mm. Yep. It just didn't happen from one episode to the other one. It took... A lot of episodes. Yeah. It does. And a lot of different stuff happened during that training. But yeah, we're not going to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so the training... The training within um, Demon Slayer is really significant for... It captures individual training and strength building in the character and tenses the resolve of what they're fighting for and why they're fighting it uh, as well. Mm-hmm. I would like that aspect more than anything else. Like, the reason why it blew up in popularity is for animation is really good. The, the story is more playable than other anime has been seen before. Oh, yeah, that also story, very, that plot line, it is it's very, very likable characters as well. Oh, yeah, super likable character characters. More than maybe others that came before it. No, no, for sure. Like, you interact, the audience capture and perception of the character is very key. And I feel like Demon Slayer captures the tension versus humans versus demons, but also provides the human aspect and a little bit of the demon philosophy if they actually are able to form words and their determination as well. So, it's not really like a particular part where we see the main character act as he does, but take a tremendous change in how he will respond. Yeah. It's really captivating to see the ongoing struggle and how it presents itself in the story. Like, it's always there. And not many stories find a consistent narrative into which the 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 fit in the struggle usually it's just like it's just particular arcs and that's the the main story but 
the entire thing is demons within demons Leo. So it has a, a consistent theme. What do you think? Well, there is a reason why this anime is so popular. To be honest. Well, yeah, because yeah. there's different aspects that provide people what they have lacked or the lack of is now shown, featured in the story itself. Exactly. There's always something to find what you like, whether it's the, the animation, the fighting, the storyline, the interaction of the characters and how they perceive and how they want to fight, what they believe in. Yeah, and as we were saying overall, the characters are way too likable. <laughs> but you know what? If you have too much likable characters, then it's really hard for people to find the particular favorite who they resonate the most with. Uh, if you like everybody, and you have like an equal sense in who they are kind of thing. Yeah. Oh well. What makes uh, Demon Slayer a show to be compared to others that came before it? What does it do differently that it caps it enumulates into the plot? Well, the biggest thing I think is for me that it is not like any other generic anime where the protagonist is just so key from the beginning, mm -hmm. from the get-go. Um, also, the, the story overall. Yeah. I think it is more mature than some other animes, and that's also a way so likable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like we keep going back to, like, you know, the theme of demons versus humans, how it presents the story, um, as well as, you know, the supernatural aspect is really interesting. It's not, it's different than the other supernatural aspects we see. There's depictions yeah. of them as well in the story and genres. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, I think Demon Slayer is gonna pass on to the future as one of the big shonen animes that everyone has to watch. Mm -hmm. Well, it is like that right now. It is an anime that you must watch if you. Well, have okay. Right. Saying you must watch it is more subjective. In mm, most opinions, no, 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 no. it's an it anime that must watch. It, mm, must watch, must watch. There is no must watch. In my watch. opinion, it is a must watch. Oh, okay. So, mine's more objective. We already know Christian's very biased, so he he came oh, with the topic. Yeah, sure. We already know that. But oh, yeah, sure. Um, Demon Slayer is one of those anime that has a unique plot. Where the animation tells the story of the struggle with, you know, Tanjiro and Nexacue. But as, as, yeah. 
Like, we have a family dynamic that's very strong. We Family ties is very important. And those family ties, it's the goal to become stronger. Finding, fighting what you don't know and then training for what you don't know to become better at what you don't know actually provides a pretty good storyline. It really does. It's one of those anime that's new and fresh. It doesn't have many that that came before that is similar, like super similar, so it stands by itself. It's a stand by itself series that you can watch and enjoy and get involved into the plot and actually get invest yourself in characters that are likable, that are reasonable, that are relatable. You connect to them, you connect to their struggles and feel for what they're fighting for and be involved in the story as if you're the character yourself. Exactly. And it's also relatively, like, not a long investment in the episodes. Typically the season's like 23, 24 episodes. So they're easily watchable, and you can divide the process over, like, many days instead of just one day. I would not typically say to binge watch this series for there is details if you do binge watch it you have to watch it again because there's more details you missed. I feel like a couple episodes here, a couple here of there really provide satisfaction to seek out more episodes instead of just binge it watch. You know? It's typically for the anime reboots to binge watch the entire series and get it done as fast as possible. But this series, I feel, is an exception to that binge watching example how to watch anime. What do you think? Yeah. It's not relatively long to binge watch. You're going to have to rewatch it eventually. You, You forget aspects of the show that if you binge watch it all at once, you lose characterization, you lose different small things in the story. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to be honest. When my anime, when I was first introduced to Demon Slayer, like, in a visceral capacity, was my club trying to watch it and I tried watching it and I was like on the fence about it. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what to make of it. It at that time I was mostly involved with like meetings for the for planning the anime convention that the club was trying to do. So watching the anime kind of got me distracted cuz I was on focused on something else. And after not watching like the first episode and getting involved in it, I avoid watching it for the remainder of the club's semester. And I haven't, like, fully watched it in depth, but I feel like what I know and what I feel is a series that I want to watch, what do you think? Yeah. Um, For me, what happened is uh, I binge watched it, the whole thing. Yeah, like a night. You didn't follow my advice, apparently. 
<laughs> but it is a show that gets you real invested once you started. I guess it your investment is saying. I guess your investment is just watch out everything and then rewatch because you've got nothing else to do. Eh, that wasn't the past. Right now I'm pretty busy, That's so. the past. <laughs> I don't got oh time for God. that. <laughs> oh, wow. So you're saying that it's not worth your time to rewatch it? It is worth it to rewatch it. So why it you not rewatch it again? Is it why not? Because I already read the manga and I'm just waiting for the new seasons to come out. Excuse like the new arc that is coming out right now in December. The Entertainment District arc. Oh. We're gonna get introduced to one of the to one of the Hashiras. So you're telling me, well, I like what the way and the new art coming out. It gets me excited, so maybe I'll rewatch it so I'd be caught up to the new art. Is that what you're telling me? What I'm telling you is that you should rewatch it so you, your mind can be refreshed about what happened in the last season. So, yes, and that way you can enjoy it more than you in the new season so of course he's going to be super biased <laughs> things that I already know what's going to happen in this season so yeah but you're obviously biased how you are in, the, in this discussion okay <laughs> things <laughs> that I can like this a lot but if I know it is a bad anime I'm going to say yeah it is not going to be good but to be honest, in this season, I'm just looking forward to two things, and both of them are going to happen towards the end. Wait, so. wait, wait, wait. Why would you, why would you be on the podcast if you're going to say the anime is bad? I'm not, I'm not saying anime is bad, man. <laughs> I would have happy if you were saying the particular anime was bad. Oh, I don't agree with it. It doesn't capture how I feel. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, man. You have to be like universal liking. Regardless of the anime, you have to have something good to say about it. You can't be like, I have good I, things to say about it, man. I, I have yeah, been yeah, just yeah. praising the animation this whole time. Mm-hmm. You're investing in the animation. I know how you are. Admit it. You're not into the anime because you like anime, because you like to, I don't know, get off on the animation. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Oh well. Oh my. I think that's gonna be it for today's episode, guys. Yeah, and uh, closing thoughts about Demon Slayer as a whole. Um, it's worth the watch. It's definitely worth the time invested in watching the show. It's not like one of those anime that you start watching and then you lose interest. It's gonna keep you interested throughout the plot. It drives the notion of family bonds and family ties and how important is for the main character to protect those bonds and reach a point to keep on fighting as the main goal. So keep that in mind. For the anime encapsulates the martial arts aspect, supernatural within the demon-wise, the breathing techniques with martial arts, the good versus evil, but that's like a, it's like it's a twist on that uh, archetype as well. It's not, the bad is not as what 
it's not as evil as they seem. They're just evil by nature, comparison and nature of the beast kind of scenario. So keep that in mind. And I really like, think it's a really enjoyable series to get yourself involved and be a part of. And the more you watch it, it's just like my brother watching Harry Potter. He will rewatch and reread all the books and become a huge Potter fan and just all the way. And it's like, I. I don't know. Sometimes if you find a series you just can't stop watching, then you really need to find something similar that can now fill that void of what you lost. <laughs> Especially in uh, Christian's case, I think he needs to find a new Demon Slayer to be assessed with. <laughs> nah, I was pretty. I was. Pretty okay with the with the manga. Oh, pretty okay. I wanna, I wanna say, I wanna, I wanna, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say this though. I wanna, I wasn't 100% satisfied with the ending, but still, not gonna get into much detail because of spoilers. Well, we know that. You just like, well, I can't talk about this. I can't talk about that. Nah, 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 nah. It is what it is. But that is the closing of this episode. And the final thoughts. Just watch the show. It's worth the time. Put some time into it. And, you know, watch it Watch it periodically. Don't watch it all at once. Then you ruin the fun because you have to re-watch it again. And the new arc's coming out December, so use this as a moment to maybe catch up and support the original franchise. Anything else to say, Christian? Nope. All right, well. I didn't want to say it all. NC anime over and out, and Christian feels the same way, even though he's biased about it. Demon Slayer. <laughs> well, All right, thank guys. you for listening, guys. This is the end of the episode. Thank you, and we will be back for episode six. Bye. See ya.